You're about to get some information you can actually use. It's what we do here on American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. Managing your wealth, managing your finances, I mean, that can be complicated enough depending on your situation. And that's when you're just dealing with traditional currency. And now we have the added influence and we have the added option of cryptocurrency. And if you've been watching the news, you know that cryptocurrency values are going up and down. And uh, there's a lot of people who are a lot smarter than I am in all the financial channels telling us what it means. And I got to tell you, I'm going to be really honest here. It sounds like Greek to me, and I don't speak Greek. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thanks for staying with us on American Viewpoints. But you know who does understand cryptocurrency? That's James Royal from Bankrate.com. He's one of their analysts. And James, first of all, thanks for the time this weekend. And secondly, I mean that when it comes to cryptocurrency, I don't understand the concept. I don't know what the value is attached to. So I'm truly going to be asking you questions out of a place of ignorance on this. Well, uh, thanks for having me. And uh, hopefully we can uh, help. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so let let me give me the the elevator pitch. Nobody's going to get a full understanding of this, but maybe they'll know what to look up. And we talk about cryptocurrency. We're not just talking about digital transactions like I pay my bill online and it goes, you know, through the web underground to pay off my my car loan for the month or something like that. We're talking about a completely separate currency with a completely separate uh, value. Uh, that's attached to it. Uh, So exactly what is this in kind of that elevator pitch? Yeah. So what you've got with cryptocurrency really it's it's a, like you say, it's a digital currency. um, And, but the thing here is, is it's, it's, it's managed and produced and tracked and uh, in this kind of decentralized computer network. So it's this computer network that verifies all the transactions and the currency is uh, online only. So you might be familiar with Bitcoin by name, and so what that is, is a currency that's tracked, managed, um, spent basically all online. And it's computers that verify the transaction. When person A sends it to person B, the computer says, all right, this, this transaction happened. And it's all online. And you just mentioned Bitcoin. I think we've probably all heard of Bitcoin, but that's not the only cryptocurrency. Do we have competing currencies? Is that how, is that how that's working now? The thing is, there are literally thousands of these, Um, uh, you know, other Bitcoin is really the biggest in terms of the entire value of the coins out there. But in in second place, you've got one called Ethereum. Then you have other popular ones called Litecoin or one that's really run up recently uh, into popular consciousness uh, because of Elon Musk's mentioning and touting is Dogecoin, which is actually a coin that was created kind of as a joke. to um, to make fun of Bitcoin. Um, so yeah, they're all over. There's tons of them. And Dogecoin has had quite a roller coaster ride, as I understand it, when it comes to the, the actual value. So when you're looking at managing the parts of your wealth that are in cryptocurrency, regardless of which form you're in, do we need to handle that or approach it differently than we would money that's in a bank account or a money market or something like that? Yeah, the thing is with cryptocurrency is it's tremendously risky and speculative, right? The people who are uh, who are trading this are really kind of betting that it's going to be higher uh, in the future uh, than it is now, uh, without necessarily having uh, a, a firm basis uh, for why that might be. So there's a lot of speculative 
frenzy and fervor right now around it. Um, so I, I would really emphasize that uh, Bitcoin cryptocurrencies are inherently risky. And so you need to be prepared if you're investing this to lose it all. And so if you're thinking about this as, in terms of a portfolio, maybe it goes up, but you want that because of its risk, you want that to be a really small portion of any amount that you put into the market, right? Uh, in contrast, you know, you might have stocks with uh, stocks or bonds with much more proven long-term potential uh, that comprise the vast majority of how you're investing uh, and uh, just how, how, how you go forward. Cryptocurrency, as I say, because of its risk, is really only suitable for a very small portion uh, of, of, of your investments. We're visiting with James Royal from uh, bankrate.com. And, and I'm glad you put it that way because I, I remember speaking with a lot of financial advisors and financial planners and somebody would say, are all my stocks up today? And the answer I almost always heard is, of course not. If they were, you're not properly diversified. And so when it comes to cryptocurrency, I'm glad that you're saying this very, very explicitly that this is inherently very, very risky. So you need to know what you're dealing with, because I think there are some people that just say, I can have dollars or I can get yen or I can buy Bitcoin. But we're talking about things that are just completely uh, differently structured. Uh, absolutely. The thing is, the volatility. Because it's this is unlike uh, a stock, right? A stock with a stock, you've got a company behind that, right? And the success of the stock really ultimately uh, in the long term depends on that company growing its profits, right? You look at Amazon, right? Over time, that's that stock has risen because it's growing its profitability, right? That's completely different from something like a cryptocurrency, which, which is fundamentally not backed by anything. It's backed only by sort of speculation and the expectation that somebody's going to pay more for that in the future. So that's a, a clear difference. And the investors that I follow, the smartest investors that I follow, uh, wouldn't invest their own money and certainly not yours uh, into, these, into these types of speculative things. This is, this is a vehicle for traders uh, thinking short term, passing it off between one another. All right. Uh, we got a couple minutes left here, James. And so for those who do have purchases in cryptocurrency, whether it's investment or they want to use it just for immediate purposes, short term, like you said, they're seeing some wild swings in the last week or two on this. What are some things they need to keep in mind as they manage their port? Well, not portfolio, but their collection of, of cryptocurrency, especially when things just drop or plummet? Right. So uh, again, volatility is Wall Street's game. That's, that's how professional traders make a lot of money. Uh, they want to see wild swings because uh, uh, inexperienced traders uh, will sell after a drop. Uh, and so these professional traders may be able to step in, buy that, and then sell it, to, sell it to back to retail traders, individual investors uh, at a higher price. So volatility is the name of the game here. So for in individual investors, you really need to stay calm. First of all, you won't, you do not want to make an emotional decision uh, here. You want to think about why you're trading this product and whether you believe in its long-term future, right? So if you, if you see a drop, you might think, Hey, look, this is an opportunity for me to buy more maybe or hold. Uh, but those who are investing uh, as a trade might see this as an opportunity to get out, uh, given the volatility. And uh, so I think you really want to think about 
why you're in this product to begin with, why you're trading cryptocurrencies, what you expect out of it, and let that help guide how you're thinking uh, about these drops. All right. And we can find your coverage of this at bankrate.com and including your most recent one regarding investing in Bitcoin and crypto crash, what investors should do. You can find that at uh, bankrate.com. James, really appreciate the kind of primer and and, uh, introduction for a lot of people on this. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Just ahead here, the questions of law enforcement and reform and what's the right role of police in our communities because politics and police are inseparable at this point in their country. For a lot of reasons, that's a bad thing. But for a lot of people, they say that's a good thing because they want to see some changes made. We're going to talk to a former retired police officer who's written the book on it. Literally, it's just ahead right here on American Viewpoints. 